0: Hi, everybody. This is Alex Moke here for WIS Business, the podcast. Today, I'm joined by Brad Olson, newest president of the Wisconsin Farm Bureau Federation and a crop farmer based in Polk County. Brad, thank you so much for coming on the show and congrats on being elected to this position.
1: Thank you, Alex. I appreciate the opportunity to uh, introduce myself to your listeners.
0: Absolutely. So why don't we start off with a little bit of your background in agriculture? Can you tell us about
1: your, your farm? Sure. Uh, so about 14 months ago, year last October, we had uh, 40 dairy cows. We sold them um, and have transitioned to uh, to crop farming. Um, me and my son run about 600 acres of our own, and then we do about three to 400 acres of custom work uh, for a couple of uh, neighbors uh, next door, and my wife works off the farm. Sounds great. And how long have you been there? Well, I've been there my whole life. We've been there some over a hundred years as a as a family. So uh, when the oh, cows wow. left a year ago in October, that was the first time in a in a hundred years cows hadn't been milked on our farm. So, um, yeah, we've been there ever since Grandpa moved here from Norway.
0: Wow. Well, well, that's a big change, and good to hear about that that history, Brad. So. Why don't you tell me a little bit about what it means for you to lead the Wisconsin Farm Bureau Federation? I know, uh, as we're recording here in late December, you've only uh, been in the position for a few weeks, uh, but why don't you share some of your early thoughts?
1: I just what an honor and a privilege it is to be the you know the president of of the largest statewide general farm organization. Um, just can't express to people what it means and and my desire to to work for our members to get out um, trying to accomplish the things that our members want to see our organization do.
0: Terrific. And what are some goals that you're, that you're hoping to accomplish either on a organization-wide basis or just personally with, you know, like connecting with members and things like
1: that? Well, both, both personally and, and organizationally, I would, I would hope that we um, we come up with a way to let our members know what we as a state organization are doing, what, uh, and uh, keep them, a little bit more informed um, of of what it is that Wisconsin Farm Bureau is is doing for our members, and uh, I, I think that's that's an issue all across agriculture is is letting our farmers know that's not something that those of us in agriculture are good at doing is is sharing you know all the great things that that, that agriculture does um, for everybody, and when we're we're down to you know about one and a half percent of the population it is very important that we are able to reach out and, and touch that 98 and percent that is not in agriculture and explain to them uh, what it is that, that we do to put food on their everything from food on their tables to uh, you know sustainability to helping the environment because um, no, no one needs a clean environment more than than agriculture does so um, I think just being able to to cross that line from from agriculture to the you know to urban, and try and explain to them just exactly what it is all the good things that agriculture does.
0: Absolutely. Speaking of the impacts of agriculture, as we're rapidly approaching the end of the year here, as we're talking, Brad, can you um, share any insights as to how Wisconsin farmers fared this year? I know that there was prolonged periods of uh, dry conditions. For a while this year, and I'm wondering if you just have any kind of end of year takeaways for um, crops and, uh, and and Wisconsin farm work.
1: I think across the state, uh, for the most part, everybody was you know, I don't think there was many spots that I'll say a bumper crop, but I think for for most of us across the state, it's like well, it was a it was a pretty good crop for the weather conditions that we had. Uh, Most of the state was, was quite dry. And from, from everything I've heard from around the state, um, it's like, we're surprised at what we got. We're happy with what we got. You know, we would have liked more of course, but that's every year, no matter how good it is. But uh, just the fact that we got the crops that, that we did under the weather conditions that we, that we had this year um, are kind of amazing. And then there's, there's no secret on the dairy side of things. It is, it has been extremely tough. You go from a year of Almost record high milk prices to you know being being cut in half, um, and so on, on the dairy side of things, there's there's no doubt it's probably been one of the one of the tougher years in in many many years um, from from that side. And unfortunately, it doesn't seem as though the the, the markets are are trending you know upward enough to make a, a huge difference there. And and we need to be concerned because it looks like at the end of you know at the end of the year here we'll be down to about. 5,600 dairy farmers within the state. So um, that, that needs to be a major concern for for everybody out there.
0: Yeah, I, I definitely hear about that a lot as a, a major challenge for the state's ag industry, the sort of dwindling um, Wisconsin dairy farms. How are you approaching this challenge, you know, going into your term as WFBF president in 2024? Is that something that you're hoping to change? Or is that just sort of Inevitable at this point?
1: Oh, I, I don't think it's inevitable. Um, okay. You know the uh, there's there's no you know there's 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 no um, there's no one solution fixes everything unfortunately, or somebody would have thought sure. out of it long ago, yeah. and 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 had that solution and, and fixed the problem. So I, I think it's it's across many, and I think in in this job it it will hopefully give me the opportunity to work with other dairy states, other states across the nation, um, just to have ideas. Ideas have to be thrown out there. You know, they don't all work, but uh, we, we, the more people we have throwing out ideas, the, the better chance that something comes together as a whole uh, and has a chance to make a difference.
0: Absolutely. And um, speaking of throwing out ideas and uh, coming together, obviously you were elected recently um, as president of your organization, and I know as well that um, you know the Farm Bureau has discussions about policy about the the coming Farm Bill. I, I know that you're early in the job here, but do you have any insights on policy priorities for the Farm Bureau going into this coming year? Any top top issues, top trends that the organization is going to be looking at from a uh, policy regulatory standpoint?
1: I shortly we will. Um, it, it was, I, I asked the board uh, just at our last board meeting a couple of days ago um, to, to look at our policy book, you know, our, our Wisconsin policy book and, uh, and come back with, with ideas of, of what we want to see be our top priorities in policies. Um, not necessarily, you know, right down to, you know, the line, but uh, what, what subcategory are you interested in? You know, that you think we need to, to focus on is that, dairy is it transportation is it energy and then uh, and then hopefully at a subsequent meeting here we can um see how many subcategories the 11 of us have have sent in and then narrow those down and uh, and have three to five really priorities uh and three to five we'll say secondary priorities um and work off of those not to say that everything is in the, the book in the book is is everything in the book is important but having said that we all know we can't you know, concentrate on three to 400 different policies. And and I truly believe the board needs to set that that path to say, here's, you know, our members have said, here's what what we want. And then I believe it's the board's uh, responsibility to say, here's the top issues that we have. And like I said, not, not that the others are not important and we won't, you know, support or oppose them if they come up, but I, I truly believe having those priorities of, of a few things, that that we're really pushing for um, is important for any organization.
0: Interesting. Well, it's good to hear about that internal process. And Brad, I'd love to connect again soon sometime down the line so we can talk over some of those priorities, maybe once some of the uh, top key priorities rise to the top. Um, It's uh, always interesting to hear about the um, focus areas and efforts of farmers in the state. So uh, love to hear more about that when you're ready to share. Yeah,
1: anytime, Alex.
0: Sounds great. Well, we're out of time here for the podcast today, Brad. But uh, again, I want to say congrats on being elected to your position. And thank you so much for your time.
1: Thank you again.
0: You've been listening to Wisp Business, the podcast. Now stay tuned for a word from our sponsor. Hi, I'm Ben Miller from University Relations here at the University of Wisconsin-Madison, and we're a proud sponsor of WISPolitics and WISBusiness Podcast. Did you know that almost 80% of UW-Madison's in-state students return to live and work in Wisconsin in the years after graduation? And almost half of all UW-Madison alumni are current Wisconsin residents. That's just one way we're driving our economy forward. UW-Madison is working for Wisconsin.